So to start your day off in a bright way, I'm going to say to you, um, God hates divorce. And that's what I heard all my life growing up, I think, until I was divorced. I didn't fully understand because I think I had heard all my life growing up, God hates divorce, therefore don't ever do it. Don't do it. And I'm not up here today advocating for divorce. But I think I heard God hates divorce in a way that um, made, me, made me feel shamed. Um, and so he does. He does hate it. And as somebody who's divorced, I can tell you why. Um, because it has a ripple effect. It hurts your children. It hurts you. It hurts your friends. It hurts your community. I didn't just get divorced. I felt like this church walked with me in such a way. Um, I can never um, sing the song in church without crying. Never once did I ever walk alone. I could cry thinking about it now because that's so true. But it, it affected. It has its ripple effect. And I have to be honest and say, yes, it affected my children. What I want to say to us is what it does to us. We don't know what to do when somebody's getting a divorce. I can tell you this from experience. People didn't know what to do with me. So we don't know what to do. We don't know whose side to choose. Or maybe we do know whose side to choose. And I'm going to say to you, don't choose sides. Pray for a family that is hurting and that is falling apart and is trying to get used to a new normal. Pray for them. Um, a little bit about me so that you can know what not to do. Um, I met my husband at Lipscomb. I dated him for three years. Um, he loved the Lord um, and he stretched my faith in a good way. Um, he was a youth minister, a deacon, for those of you who don't at Otter Creek who don't know what a deacon is, that's MCC at our speed. Um, he taught Bible classes, and six weeks before I asked him to move out of our house, he was nominated for elder. Um, I knew we had problems about eight years into our marriage, um, because on a Saturday at the grocery store, I got a phone call from a policeman who had my um, six-year-old and two-year-old in his office playing because their daddy had been driving drunk with them in the car. And so I'm devastated. I know God hates divorce. I know we've got a big problem. So what did we do? We got up the next morning as a family of four, and we went to church together, and he taught his class. We become, and I'm, gonna, I'm saying this about me, we become as sick as the secrets that we keep. And I kept mine because I didn't want to be divorced, because I didn't want my children to come from a divorced family because I thought I thought we could save ourselves 
And so I continue to ride the roller coaster of this life. And I'm here to say to you, and I can say it to you now because I'm healing and I'm healthier, but I kept secrets for a long time. My family did not know. My friends at church did not know. Um, and so Marlene Butler is my friend, and we've been friends since we were five, so I'm not going to tell you how many years we've been friends, but it's a long, long time. Her husband and my husband were roommates in college. I didn't tell her. But the day I told her, and this is what I would encourage us as a, as a family of believers, the day I told her, I remember I met her at Radnor Lake, and I told her, and she said to me, not how could you, what's going on, what, she goes, why did you not tell me sooner? Why did you do this? And I couldn't have an answer for her except pride and fear and I need to do this. I need to, and so both of us thought that we could save ourselves. So we rode the roller coaster of addiction, addiction to many, many things we do good for a while and I'd be encouraged and so I didn't need to tell anybody and one day I thought and I even said to God one day um, I said if you'll just get me through to the other side then I'll tell people how good and merciful see I, I bargain with God a lot then I'll tell people we had a bad time in our marriage and then I'll tell them how good you were to me well, could you get me through to that? And I really still didn't want to tell anybody, and that's really not the way it works. Um, I would say <coughs> seek professional help sooner rather than later. If you think you've got anything going on, it's never bad to seek professional help. Um, I didn't like going. I didn't like doing the homework. Um, I had to do it for a long, long time, both with my spouse and after we divorced. Um, I would say find one, two, three, whatever trusted friends that you can say anything to. And you will learn. There are people who don't know what to do with you. There are people who want to know all the nitty-gritty details, I'm talking about a person who can listen to you, and I'm talking about a person who can hold you accountable, and I'm talking about a person who won't choose sides. Can I say to you about Marlene Butler? She never chose sides. She was devastated for both of us. Um, what I know about children is this. I went to, um, several years ago, hear a psychiatrist speak about children. And he, in the course of what he was saying, he said, uh, think back in your life um, to three people. And he called them charismatic, who believed in you no matter what. Think back. So we all did. We closed our eyes. We thought back. He said, now think about as a teenager. Now think about, you know. And he said, now I want to ask you, is there anybody in your life that would call you one of their three charismatic people? Which was the part I was not expecting. And I determined that day that there would be children in this place 
that could come and tell me anything. And I, I often will write them a note saying, I'm in your corner cheering you on. You can say anything to me, nothing can make me love you more or less. And that's what we have to do as a, a, as a believers, as a community of believers. Um, I was determined to make my marriage work, but what I learned in counseling is it takes two people running toward God and two people running toward each other. I do not believe one person could pull it off by themselves because I sure tried. Um, if your mate won't go to counseling with you, go by yourself and start learning the tools that you need. I'm an educator. I've read all the research about what divorce does to kids. And I was brought up to believe that it was one of the worst sins anyone could commit. Later, I learned after years of therapy that a toxic home is just as hurtful to, parents, to children as the divorce is. And so when people, which is what I was going to do, I was going to wait it out until my youngest child graduated from high school and then I would tell my children and then they'd be out of the home and then, you know, I was going to wait it out. Um, it fell apart her senior year and that's what I would have never had happen to her. But it did. But here's what I know. When I began to talk to my kids and say, your dad and I are separating. Your dad and I are um, maybe not going to make it. They asked me why, and of course, they were in college and a senior in high school. And so I could tell them a little bit more than you can tell a young child. Um, but you know what they said to me? <coughs> oh. Oh. Some things make sense now. You used to say, Dad was always tired, or Dad was always sick. You made an excuse for every time Dad was in battle. And so, they grew up believing our house was normal. They go to friends' houses, but come on. They don't get to, um, and that's again why I want to be an intentional person in children's <coughs> lives, because I want to be able to help them see that there are some things that go on in homes that are not the normal. They're not. Um, and that there are, so staying together to stay together is not the answer. Doesn't help your children. If you're gonna stay together, then you work as hard on counseling and your prayer life and you have people who hold you accountable and you work at it so that it's not a toxic home. Because I do know that my children um, had damage from growing up in a toxic home. They didn't know how to um, react. They thought, um, they, they thought when you fought, it was a bad thing. So they had to go to counseling in their own marriage to learn that you can fight and it's still okay. Um, but you have to do it. And it's really interesting to me because one, one set of my children even have rules on the refrigerator. Um, I believe you know who they are. Um, 
we're fighting. You can't, uh, 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 they'll stop each other. You can't do that. That's number eight. You can't do it. Because they didn't see us fight in a healthy way. Um, so even after I knew I was in crisis, I stayed. Half the time we didn't speak. Sometimes we stayed in different rooms. But I was going to make it work. And then it didn't. Um, I was even availing myself of professional help. But I did not avail myself for way too long of the prayers of righteous people. Your children know more than they think they do. And they know more than you think they do. Like I said, the day I was going to tell my children, I chose my words, I prayed, I didn't want to do it. And when I began to tell them, they began to finish my sentences. They weren't prepared for the word divorce, because I don't think you ever are. And they were sad, but they all of a sudden said, now we know why this happened. Now we know why that happened. Now we know. Um, they had some aha moments. Um, and I, we, we went to counseling together. And I will say this to you. I have apologized to my children about as many times as anybody came for getting a divorce. One day my daughter said, so you believe that you're responsible that we're messed up? And I said, yes, I do. And she said, you're supposed to say we're not messed up. <laughs> okay. um, and one day when I was particularly sad, um, and, and still to this day, hate that that happened to my house and my children, um, my son said to me, hey, Mom, did it ever occur to you that we saw you trying hard? We saw you do it. We knew your faith. We knew it was something that didn't come easy for you. Did it ever occur to you that with a clear voice you said to me, a man cannot treat a woman? And do you know that you said to Jim, you don't get to be treated like that and it'll be okay. And so never, and again, I'm not advocating divorce, but we are as sick as the secrets we keep. And what I thought I was doing by protecting them was really showing them a lifestyle I would not want for them to put up with. And so, um, tell your children the truth. Don't tell them all the details, because they don't want to hear them. <laughs> but tell them the truth. And you have to do it age appropriately. So wouldn't tell a five or a six-year-old what I would tell somebody in high school. I would go to a therapist and ask what my children were ready to hear at the time. Um, and like I said, tell them the truth. I had to do some 
counseling with my kids because they were angry with me, not so much about the divorce, but the fact that I had lied to them for so many years. I'm being really honest with you now. And of course, I said in counseling, I wasn't lying to you. I was protecting you. You lied. He said, Dad was sick. He said, you never told us. Mom, did it ever occur to you that we needed to know the demons we were going to fight in our own life? Did it ever occur to you that a lot of this is passed down through generations that ever occur to you we needed to know. So when I say tell your children the hurt, the truth, um, I'm going to say tell them the demons they face without demonizing their parent. The best gift you can give your children, dads, is to love their mother, and mothers is to love their dad. Um, and so they know that if you're going to get a divorce, uh, you don't have those feelings about each other. But here's what I want to say. Never, ever is it okay to talk about your spouse in a way that is demeaning. So is it a hard road to do? It is. To tell them what they face, the demons they face without demonizing that person, it's a really hard thing to do. Is it a really hard thing to do to not share your hurt? It is. But don't ever make them the ones who comfort you. They do not need to be responsible for whether you're happy or not. So do not ever make them the ones. And, and that I will tell you, that is hard to do. When you're really, really sad and you're by yourself and they come up and give you a big hug. It's really easy to say, I need you, and, and all of those things. And God made us as creatures who worship. And if we're not really, really careful, we'll worship our children. We catch ourselves doing that. And so what happens if a marriage falls apart and I worship my children, I make them responsible for my happiness. And so what I had to do was realize that I worship the Creator and that I tell my children the demons they face, but I do not demonize that person. I do not. Ever. Um, I asked a good friend of mine who, whose parents have gotten divorced within the last five years. Um, and this friend of mine said, I said, what would you tell these parents? And she said, be transparent. I thought that was great. She said, um, get it over with. Don't drag it out and on and on and on for them. Tell your children that whatever they feel is okay. And give them a chance to feel it. Tell them that while some things can't be fixed, that's okay too. Our lives are healing. We'll have a new normal. And guess what? It can be even better because they won't feel all of this tension. Um, let them ask any question, anytime. Um, and I want to say this about myself and my children. 
um, and the prayers that I have prayed. I love to pray scripture, speak God's word back to him. Um, but I needed this for myself and even at sometimes for my children because when you go through a, a divorce or a hard time like that, you have to be really, really careful about your heart. You do things. You cut off your emotions sometimes so the hurt is not so bad. And um, you do things to just, like, you're going to be strong. And so Ezekiel 36, 26, probably not something you thought I would comfort you with, but I prayed this for myself and for my children. And it says in there, A new heart I will give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Formerly, the Israelites' hearts were strong and stubborn and unimpressible and even rebellious. And so he gave them a heart that's impressible, that's sensitive to the will of God. And I think more than anything, I want my kids to have a heart that's impressible and one that is sensitive to God. And it's hard when you're so hurt or so so divided in your family. But I always want us to have a soft and impressive heart. Um, that's kind of all I plan to say. You, I don't even know what, what time it is. Oh, we're at 10.32. Well, I, mean, I think it's a good time to stay up here. Uh, I mean, they're sure she said a lot of things that would uh, strike some questions or, you know, I mean, you have someone with real experience here in life, and, um, both from how, just how it affected you with divorce and, and then how it affected kids. And what I, one of the questions I had, I'll just start then, was that um, you talked about not demonizing the demon or the person, but, the, you know, talking about the demons. How did you handle that about then, you know, if, if alcohol was the problem, how did you explain the drunkenness but then not demonize them? I'm just wondering how that conversation went with your kids. So, so many conversations. Um, there's even a joke. Um, we have had to be so honest in our house, and we have done so much counseling that we even have some weird senses of humor sometimes. And <laughs> My son loves to give me a hard time because I am a person who clearly beats me up, beats myself up over what I've done to them or the mess I've made of their lives when it's not really a mess. But um, um, my brother was an alcoholic, and so it was easy for me to say to them for a long, long time, "I would really like for you, you know." to just think about not drinking and blah, 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 you know, because my brother's an alcoholic. <laughs> and Matt will say now to me, oops, I just said his name. Anyway, Matt will say to me now. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> He'll say to me now, you know, Jen, we shouldn't have ever taken a drink because mom's brother was an alcoholic. <laughs> Forget that our own dad was. <laughs> um, and so um, it it. I had to take my own time with that, and but there then began to be things that they saw. There began to be rehabs, and they began to go visit him, and so um, 
it became something that we all went to rehab and worked on. Um, and again, I think more than anything, them knowing that my heart was broken and that this, you don't just start this one day. That's why you want to be intentional from the time your children are small, small. You, you want them to see your faith. They know how I feel about football. My kids know how I feel about football, by the way. My team was doing really bad. They lost to Kentucky last night. But anyway, my kids know I'm passionate about that. They do. I want them to know that this is my favorite book. And so, I would read it, and, and people would say, in front of them, and people would say, how did you even know what you're reading when you've got three people pulling at your leg? God's word never returns to him void. It says that in here. And so, even if I wasn't getting the study in, I wanted them to know this was my favorite book. So, if they know this is my favorite book, they know I didn't come by this choice lightly. Um, they are beginning to see signs themselves. Um, and I try to say um, things such as this is something um, he's choosing to not work on right now. Don't ever do that to somebody you love. Um, but at the same time, I never put him down. They still to this day don't know all the details um, because they don't need them. They know enough. Um, I don't know if I really answered your question. It's a, it's a hard walk right. between demonizing or knowing that they have Well, the human part of us wants to kind of strike out and maybe damage a little bit because you've been hurt so much Absolutely and, and, and they've hurt you and and to be able to really talk with your kids and not place blame, in a sense, or demonize, like you said. Well, one thing I've heard, thing. I've had kids tell me is that, that, you know, mom or dad will say, well, your dad, if he would just, you know, kids don't. They don't want to hear that. They don't. And as hurt as I am, if I want to say that to somebody, I'm going to pick one of my two or three people who'll let me just have a little pity party for a while <laughs> and then hold me accountable to not say that again. But I'm going to say it to one or two of my friends that I trust. I'm not going to ever say it to my children. And let me tell you, it's hard. It's hard. Any questions? I bet you've made a couple people's lists. Yes, because you've heard the story from their perspective. And I, I will say to you, I, I often think that, like, sometimes my kids should be up here. Whenever I'm doing a parenting class, I always say, and they joke at home, they'll say, yeah, we need to be on either side of mom. And when she gets up and gives those little stories she tells, we need to say, um, <laughs> that was really, really good. Um, and they they will sit around now. So when they were little, I'll tell you this little side story. We did envelopes, God save and spend. They got they got whenever they got money, they did they had to do the envelopes, God save and spend. And 
And so, like, if they got three dollars, one dollar went in each one, and that was like, Mom, you were not tithing. You were like a whole lot more than that. But anyway, um, he said to me one day, he said, hey, does God save and spend the envelopes? I don't know. I'd probably do it if I had kids, too. Um, but, but, you know, all of those kinds of things. I, I wish children who have walked through and are old enough and would be comfortable could stand up here and talk to you. Like I said, I went to one child specifically. I went to my own, too, to say, what should I say today? But I went to one who I trust, and she helped me with several points today that I made about and so we really need to listen to them, too. Other comments or questions? 